hello hello everyone and welcome back to kitana's introspection i hope that you've enjoyed the first two episodes so far and i thank you to all of you who've interacted with me so far it's been amazing to see the support from all of you and also to see the feedback from you and many of you have given me requests of topics to talk about as well today i would like to step away for a minute from the topic that we've been doing so far which is body positivity and self-value just to take a breather from it and be able to digest all the information we've discussed in the first two episodes and then focus on something a little bit different um, for a little while so the topic i'm going to start in this episode is the education system so this is episode one of this topic and today i'm going to focus mainly on if the education system kills creativity and then of course this topic then ventures into you know how does school affect children how does school affect teenagers how does school affect adults how does it affect our daily living and you know what does it do to our mentality so all those things will follow on in the future episodes of this topic so education just like topics such as religion or money is deeply interested in by many people it's supposedly education that is meant to take us into this future that we can't seem to grasp it's the idea of being more developed and more sophisticated that is supposed to lead us into the right direction of where we're headed as a human race because of this the idea of education tends to be a big part of our lives and honestly how can it not be in a world where unless you have certain qualifications or level of experience you won't really be able to venture into the field of career you are interested in and for the most part unless it's a field of career that has to do with qualifications that has to do with um, a certain degree or a certain level of experience unless it's a career that has to do with that usually it's looked upon it's looked down upon by the world because you know you haven't worked hard enough for it or uh, that's not a true career you know just because you you haven't had this amount of years that you've put into learning and getting a degree and going through education system to acquire that degree and be able to venture into that career now we rarely ever consider the effects education has on us despite proving IQs and intelligence that majorly might not even be needed in our lives This is perhaps because we are barely given time to think, let alone analyze, the effects of education as we're always cramped up with this and that assignment for this or that subject or course or even this or that portfolio for this or that project. Yes, education continues on even after you've completed that string of degrees and started working. And this is unfortunate because what is meant to continue throughout our lives is us learning but not us getting educated and yes there's a difference see usually education works to improving our IQ improving our intelligence and having intelligence is amazing it's a very 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 good thing the only thing is having intelligence in how we learn things now that is very productive having intelligence in how we elevate education and keep on growing it and cultivating it may not be the best direction to go in for the future. I'll explain why in a few minutes. So education is a measurable aspect through science, logic, and rationality that is used to weigh one's importance and abilities in order to place the person in a category of what field or position or standing fits them best in society. 
let's think about that for a minute for education it's meant to assist different people to take a closer look at different people and see which areas they fit into best that society can use now learning however is the continued processing of information you learn from trial and error of different things in order not to fit into one particular area but be able to utilize your different strengths collectively in the different areas it is continuous because despite your age you will have to learn new things as you transitioned from being a toddler you had to learn to do different things such as walking talking and slowly being able to interpret emotion and human nature and be able to respond as you grew from that you had to learn to put whatever you learned into practice in different areas to find things you love most that will help you truly understand your purpose and reason to be alive and later on down the line as you get older you will have to cope with learning how to deal with the slower speed you might have in getting to and from places or the longer periods of time it might take you to register emotions and information these are only simple examples but they're very relevant in all three cases you are learning to adopt to your circumstances without comparison to someone else in order to understand them best and be able to always fully exercise your full potential in different areas learning is something which you do continuously for the rest of your life you're going to learn new things you're going to learn new things from different people see the thing is as you grow up you might have been in one environment maybe because you lived in one area and you learned so many things from those different people and you learned how to deal with those different people in relation to the fact that you guys were in that area and in that area this or this happened as you moved from this place to this place maybe you moved to a school maybe you moved a country maybe you moved a state maybe you went for holiday one day as you moved in these different areas different people you had to learn different ways to deal with those different people because they had different mindsets they had different circumstances they had different situations and you had to always learn how to deal with them and constantly you will always have to learn how to deal with different people despite having met millions of people already there's millions more and in those millions more you might not have met one that was like them you're going to have to learn how to deal with that person and that's just one example there's so many things in life which you'll continue to learn and continue to develop especially when it comes to our talents you continue to learn how to do something better you continue to learn how to cultivate something how to even start something that you perhaps weren't able to do before now i think you will notice even by the length of the explanations of learning compared to being educated which concept is more restricting and which one is more liberative when you're being educated it is almost like a mechanical cycle of receiving information and embedding it into your nature despite it being natural or not this is in contrast to learning which leaves an open space for improvement and improvising and also has a more natural rhythm to it it is working on the things you do have and can do and finding ways to expand these and better your experiences which one do you think is mostly practiced in this world it doesn't take much to guess does it now let's explore education for a bit Have you ever realized that you spend or are going to spend or have already spent about 30 years in a concentrated education system and after that you follow a fixed one? 
you spend about half your life in the concentrated realm of school and the other half in the realm of perfecting that education in practice of it. Isn't it funny that despite that, as much as we can predict weather for the next day through our invented instruments, you still cannot tell what will happen 10 years from now. Who in this entire world could have predicted that COVID-19 would strike in 2019 and would persevere until now? Sure, once it began, people immediately started to find ways to predict its spread and all sorts of things, but the actual beginning of it, who would have known? Why do you think the more possibility of this virus, the mere possibility of this virus, could not have been predicted 50 years ago? The answer is simple really, but perhaps it's concealed in all these complicated and sophisticated words. We live in a world where we deal with facts and things that are certain. Now where is the room for possibility in that? Don't get me wrong, facts are advantageous in many situations and truly without them we would be lost in many areas. The only thing is we have adopted the idea of evidence and certainty and a controlled routine pattern so much that there is no space for creativity and as possibility stems from creativity that means there's no room in this world for chance and the unknown. We have such a tightly wound grip on a system of education that the idea of anything outside of it seems medieval and chaotic and barbaric. I'm pretty sure you're also guilty of this, you know, once hearing that someone says, oh yeah, I'm thinking about dropping out of school and you've cringed. Or you've heard of a story of someone who's dropped out of school and immediately in your head you start going, where are they going to go in life? Even if you didn't want to think these things, it was probably one of the first few things that you thought about, you know. Maybe you you even considered it once, you've even considered and thought, I think I want to drop out of school. But the moment you've thought that, it immediately sparked in your head like, you're crazy, what, what are you thinking? Where are you going to go in life, you know? I'm pretty sure we're all guilty of that and not because we willingly think that, not because we willingly want to judge people of that, but when you're so systemized to think that you can only go so far with education, your immediate response, even if one's afterwards of more understanding, is always going to be one that cringes at such an idea. And it's always going to be one that thinks, that's a bit weird, that's a bit odd, that's not very educated, that's not very smart, you know? The system is very solidly footprinted in cement that getting out of it it would take years but that's even assuming that a worldwide movement would happen and by the looks of it we are nowhere near such a movement if anything we are trying to elevate education and go deeper and deeper in education and it's actually very interesting because institutions nowadays really require creativity you know that's the reason why usually you write some sort of a statement or some sort of you get a reference from some other person for them to reflect on your character because the institution is trying to see just how innovative and creative you are they're trying to see if maybe you know you would be flexible in situations you'll be able to shift and adapt in situations it's so interesting how many institutions nowadays many jobs many schools many colleges look for creativity and since it's been so drained by the time people usually get to those ages of seeking um, college applications or going to apply for work by the time we usually get to these ages our creativity has been drained out by the system and funny enough the system itself will be looking for that creativity that it unknowingly would have drained because now 
they'll be looking for the most creative people and if they find those rare individuals who have kept their creativity who have defied the system i guess you you know we call them rebels usually hey because they've defied the system if they find those individuals usually they can get those individuals but in the end without without knowing it and unfortunately without meaning to most of the times they can also end up draining that creativity from that person as well. Some are able to keep it. And then there's also some who may not have their full level of creativity anymore, but do have aspects of it. And usually most of those end up being drained as well. And hey, for those that are able to keep it, (laughs) props to them. It's very, very, very hard to keep creativity in a world where you have to be in this box. You know, we're taught to think outside of the box, but funny enough, outside the box that we're being taught to think outside of has a box that circles it so our creativity is also limited so really are we being creative if we're to look closely at the innovation and extraordinary imagination that children have we can see a clear difference in attitude towards life as a whole Children tend to be happier than teenagers, worse off adults. People tolerate this absurd creativity because it's expected of someone who hasn't fully developed yet. But who decided on that fact? Sure, children have a long way to go in terms of their body development and general understanding of people. But who said that creativity and open-mindedness was something that had to be grown out of? Who understood the past? present and future of the world enough to determine what the right behavior is have we not heard of children who have exceptional abilities in mathematics or physics or complicated chess games we often marvel at such children and call them extraordinary and truthfully they are but why do we marvel at the beauty of that knowledge in the eyes that the expected understanding of a child should be way less it truly is something to consider and why is it that this talent seems to disappear as people get older where do these possibilities go in my view they go they get drowned by the system which i personally don't think is what it was meant to achieve it's just that somewhere down the line we stopped paying attention to what we fed into the educational system and how and where we are is a result of that see i don't personally think that education was meant to lead us down this line i think that it's a very amazing thing it's a very extraordinary thing actually that we can elevate our intelligence we can elevate our creativity we can elevate ways in which we do things we can find new methods to do things we can get all this new technology we can get all these different things which help with life you know the medication system the medicine um industry right now is thriving with more and more discoveries the way of manufacturing things is thriving and there's ways that foods can be made in bigger quantities all these different developments which are amazing results of education amazing results of learning new things i think that education is a good thing i just think somewhere down the line we lost track of how we go about it and because of that we started only heading in one direction and that direction excluded creativity that direction did not need creativity that direction took us in a space where creativity was i guess detrimental somehow harmful to sophistication and modernization and you know things we should hold important for some reason creativity became that taboo person you know that person who in a group 
people don't really want with them that person who in a group people are very wary of that person who in a group people are not too keen to invite creativity became that in education and i don't know why it's it's a very hard thing to figure out but hey that's how it is now and unfortunately it got to that point i don't think it was meant to get to that point but it has so creativity is as important in education as literacy and we should treat it with the same status if you are not prepared to be wrong you will never come up with anything original and it is a common thing in education to seek a truth about something which nobody really knows about but once the right people are said to have discovered it that suddenly becomes the truth everyone is looking for despite whatever different versions of it you might have discovered if you think about this carefully there's so many things in this world which till certain people till certain educated people have discovered the possibility of them it's it's not there you know despite whatever other theories someone else might not might have someone else who maybe doesn't have the qualifications these higher people do you know despite whatever ideas even not even that they've developed a full theory of it despite whatever ideas other people have usually we wait in this world to hear from the experienced people to hear from the educated people what the truth is and then now when we seek the truth that is the truth that we seek so we seek to learn the truth of others you know it's it's never really open to learning about your own view of it and that's okay it's okay to seek the truth of other people it's okay to want to understand other people's points of view as long as you're understanding it in relation to your own point of view as well you know but now personal point of view that is that is now just generally non-existent now let me give you a little brain teaser we all know shakespeare isn't it do you know though that he was a child too have you ever considered that he was probably once in someone's english class that's a bit bizarre to think about hey unless if you've ever had a deep research on him for some project you've never considered these things and it's likely very surprising to suddenly realize it it really doesn't seem like it hey at the same point at some point shakespeare had to learn a math equation from someone else or ask for help in an assignment it's it's a it's a bit odd to think about it hey to think at one point in time shakespeare had to learn a language he had to learn an equation he had to learn a theory it's a bit weird it's bizarre hey now why do you think for this particular known individual it's a bit of a wake-up call and not oftenly considered one that he was once young and unknowing think about it a little bit let's briefly discuss different countries perspectives now despite being in different countries there's always one constant to educational systems and that's the hierarchy in subjects despite whichever continent you are in whether it's africa whether it's america whether it's asia oceania whichever continent you are in there's always one constant and that is the hierarchy in subjects at the very top is things like mathematics and the different sciences and you'll find humanities and arts always at the bottom there's an art in science and commercial environments but i think you'll agree that the most concentrated area of artistic movement and creativity is in the arts of things like music and drama and dance and languages it seems as if education focuses attention on the neck going upwards of our bodies and eventually just our heads and in the most intense scenarios just one side of our head this cancels out anything to do with movement and not just in the motion of our bodies but in our hearts our hands our hands 
and our legs. And in terms of our heads, the non-necessary areas are numbed into disintegration. They are numbed into disintegration. Think about that. Let that image sink in. Picture a body, right? And remove the feet, the knees, the legs as a whole, hips, the waist, the stomach, the chest, the shoulders, and the neckline. Then chop off random bits of parts of the head. What are you left with? Barely a human. You don't you don't need a cage to put that specimen in captivity. It naturally is a captive, and of what? There's no outward cage constraining the specimen. So what invisible force could be detaining that person? What thing could be restraining that person from moving? The only use of a body for the specimen is to transport their heads. In case you cannot already see this, I am describing most of us alive right now in this world. Our feet have been chopped off, our legs, our hearts have been removed from us, and we lead with our head, nothing else. Now, if we're to think about this from what God tells us of education, let's think about this carefully. See, God is almighty and he is all-powerful. And that means that we cannot necessarily offer him anything, at least not anything that can add or take away from who he is. That does not mean that He does. we are not smart or we're not intelligent and he doesn't appreciate our intelligence. It only means that there is nothing we can do to measure up to his majesty there's nothing we can do to reach his level of might his level of power there is nothing that we can do or nothing that we can have to reach that and it really should be very freeing to know that we cannot offer him anything he doesn't already have why because that frees you from the need to perform you don't need to keep elevating your education with him you don't need to keep improving this and that you don't need to keep proving yourself to him that you are worthy of this or that you are able to do this because you don't need to perform for him all you need to do all he requires you to do is to use the talents that he gave you use the gifts that he gave to you wisely he asks that you use them to the best of your ability and through that other people will have encouragement to use theirs through that you can connect with others so that you can have groups and you can have environments which are happy and they're cheerful and joyful and that is all he wants from you he doesn't want you to crane your back and find impossible things that you've never found before it's okay to discover new things definitely definitely it's okay to do that but hopefully you are doing it for the fact that you just want to exercise your intelligence for the glory of god not because you feel as though unless you achieve it you don't have anything to offer in this world you don't have any talents you don't have any use in this world you don't have any qualifications you're not of importance in this world that should not be the reason why you look to discover more things if you are interested in neuroscience and you want to discover new things about the brain go do it and have fun with it and do it for the fact that you enjoy it and that you are open-minded and creative in the way you find out things and once you do find them out you enjoy giving the information out and letting people know new things if you enjoy singing a song, have fun with that. Be creative with it. Create it in whichever way you need to create it to portray the message that you want to portray. And you'll always be able to learn new tunes and new tones and new ways of, you know, manipulating the music and being able to really 
connect the music and your your singing together there's so many different fields so many different areas which creativity has been drained out of but it really can be in there it's not impossible to do mathematics without creativity it's not impossible to do something like i guess physics without a little bit of creativity in there it's not impossible to do these fixed or seemingly fixed subjects without creativity it's not impossible it's just that the possibility of it has been erased from our minds the possibility of it has been disintegrated from us and it's unfortunate because you know in this world if you live without your talents without your gifts you're living pushing those aside things that come naturally to you in order to adopt things that the system says you look like you'd be good in this area i think since you're good at this this is this is your field so you're removing your natural talents your natural gifts and your natural creativity in order to adopt those and then you will forever be looking for a purpose in those which you might not find because they do not come as natural to you they might not be as interesting to you but you need them don't you because unless you have that qualification you don't know where you're going in life so it's just some things to ponder on just a little bit and it's a really a heavy topic and i will keep on expanding in it in the future episodes of this topic but for now i think i'd love for you to consider the things i've said so far and let me know let me know what your view of it is let me know if you think we've gone way wayward with education or if you think maybe just a little bit of any ideas you might have of how you can survive how your creativity can be preserved in such an environment I would love to continue on, but I think I've given you a lot to consider. Do really take some time to reflect on the information and it's quite interesting. And the view I've shared with you perhaps has not been shared a lot with many people. And you might be able to identify the areas in your own life which are headed by education. I'll of course continue the topic and we will talk about maybe ways to step out of that bubble and we'll see how it goes. But I thank you for listening and I hope and pray that you've enjoyed this thoroughly as much as I have and that you have deep interest in it. And if you have any comments, if you have any messages or requests of topics for me to talk about, do let me know. And thank you for the interaction so far. You know, it's a, it's a journey that we've started and we'll see how it goes as we go on. Thank you.